Well, the Handyman Pros have a conversation with Ed Padilla, the founder of the Association of Certified Handyman Professionals. Stay tuned for a fantastic interview. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation. This edition is entitled, A Conversation with Ed Padilla, the founder of the Association of Handyman Professionals. To help me explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, what has been happening this week? Well, I've been ever-cheerful. And uh, <laughs> It's tough yeah. lately. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Um you know, this week I was putting in uh, some outdoor lighting for a neighbor of mine and, you know, some of those low-voltage lights and uh, that I was replacing a bunch of them for him and a couple of other things. You know, it was small things. And, you know, it caught me thinking about, you know, hiring a handyman um, and what a handyman, you know, what we've been doing. You know, these smaller jobs, some some more comprehensive uh, and complex jobs, but mainly, you know, these smaller ones that homeowners want. So, I, you know, I think this kind of goes uh, in, into into the uh, the interview that we're uh, going to have with Ed here. That we're going to have with Ed, yeah. I, I, I When I started Handyman Services by Service Group International, there's that shameless plug for if you're in the North Atlanta area, John, and I would love to earn your business. It's Handyman Services by Service Group International, hssgi.com. Um, I, I really felt it was imperative to get part, to be a part of a national organization or two, and so I did some searches and I found the Association of Certified Handyman Professionals, and I was really impressed with what they did, and they actually, it's a long story, but Ed's going to get into that stuff um we've just always found you know it to be a really good thing to be a member so um we got we called ed up and ed decided to come on and so we had a great conversation and here it is Uh, we're here with ed padilla founder of the association of certified handyman professionals welcome ed and welcome ed it's john thank you thank you appreciate it all right. Well, we thought uh we thought we'd start off with a question can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into the business well, um, my background is uh, technology. Uh, I've been in technology for many years, and I decided to leave the corporate world and uh, start uh, being a handyman and decided early on that, uh, that uh, we needed a voice. We needed uh, uh, an association, um, and that's basically how ACHP started. It's a handyman association for handymen by handymen. So... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's basically how we started. A little bit about me, um, but uh, but yeah, I've been doing this for quite some time, ever since I was a kid, uh, and uh, it's been fun. I love I love uh, tinkering and uh, fixing things, installing things, and uh, you know, and I'm also a farmer. Ooh, that's exciting! Oh, there you go. So yeah. tell us t- plenty so, of things to work on around that. Place. Yeah, I was going to say the handyman is a farming is a handyman type business. Um, just it's the way it goes. So exactly, exactly. I mean, you, you have to be a handyman to be a farmer, right? Yeah, pre- pretty much. Yeah. Um, so when we were we talked a little bit before the show, and one of the things that you had said was that you you had found that you started the the association because of the fact that you were you were actually talking to people, and they were saying that they were they got scammed by a handyman, or they did this, and you felt that it was important to put that to kind of together as a group. Can you tell us a little bit about that process and, and just a little deeper dive into the founding of the ACHP? 
Yeah, sure. Um, I found when I left the corporate world, it was going to be very tough, almost impossible to do what I wanted to do, and that's um, have my own business and do handyman services. I was also uh, uh, a licensed home inspector as well, um, but um, after I left the corporate world. But I had been flipping houses uh, during the time that I was uh, working in, in technology. I, I'd buy a house and live in it and flip it and turn around and sell it. So I had a lot of experience there. But um, on my own, uh, with my own business, I found very early on uh, folks, uh, you know, giving me, giving me that hairy eyeball look, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because they had been taken by, um, by a previous handyman or a contractor and they just weren't finding, finding the right folks. Um, so I always had that look and, and verbatim, everyone said the same thing. They said, uh, you know, we've been taken by a handyman or, or a contractor and I, and I says, there's no way that I was going to survive, uh, doing what I'm doing. So um, uh, I decided, and this, this, this started in 2006, and I decided that, uh, you know, enough's enough. Let's, uh, let's start a, an association. Um, at first, it was just, you know, a group where we can gather, so forth and so on. Um, but it turned out to be an association for and by handymen, uh, which turned out pretty good. Um, it's a certification uh, through an exam. Uh, we don't have classes because uh, we feel that uh, folks need the hands-on, and, and the best hands-on is either shadowing, you know, someone or uh, you know, doing it on your own. Um, and you can't really teach that, in, in my opinion, um, but uh, at least remotely. But we do have members across the country. Um, we all ha also have members in Canada and the UK. Um, and, uh, and I think we have one or two in South Africa as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. The, um, that's how ACHP started and it's, uh, it's been gradually growing. We grow organically. We don't, uh, we don't like to, um, uh, advertise, uh, too much, although we wish we had more members, but, uh, but, you know, we like, we like the, uh, we're gaining better, um, folks that way in my opinion so do you have a list of recommended practices for a handyman is there is there kind of like a set of of uh, uh you know best practices for for handymen that the that the association espouses yeah um we have a uh, a um, code of ethics that we want folks to follow and uh, and, and a lot of them are just basic uh common sense type of things you know uh, uh <laughs> um you know address folks as, as they should be addressed and um be respectful uh be clean um and for pete's sake take a shower <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who pete is but please you know appearance works both ways too i mean you know uh, uh but uh but yeah, things like that, um, you know, be, uh, you know, you're, you're entering into someone's house right? mm -hmm. and I get a question, you know, what, what this, what, what constitutes a quality, uh, job or quality work. And, um, 
it's hard to explain to folks that uh, it's not just doing a great job, you know, and, and walking out or repairing something. It's the customer. The customer has to feel happy that and, you know, satisfied with what you've done. Um, but the, the, the common thing is, is, you know, it's not only doing a good job or being good at your craft, it's how you conduct yourself, how you carry yourself. Um, you're a teacher, you know, be a, a teacher is, is, is a, a leader. A leader is a good listener. A good listener is, is someone who responds to their customers and not just reacts. So that sets you apart in my, in my opinion, be professional, um, you know, uh, become a, uh, a home inspector. You know, because uh, you don't want to you don't want to inspect the house and then do the handyman work. For them. That's a conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. But be a home inspector so that you can do the right thing, um, you know, as a handyman and, uh, you know, vice versa. Um, you know, those are some tips, I guess, as well uh, for some handyman listening out there. So I kind of went all over the place there. But uh, but I think I think you understand uh you know, where I'm going with this is, uh, you know, um, uh, teach, teach your customers. Well, your it, customers. It, it's <clears> funny <throat> you say that because both John and I do that, you know, very often in our, in our jobs when we, cause you know, we both work as handymen. So we go out mm -hmm. into the field and you say, be a home inspector. And it's really like, it's, it's interesting. It's not that we're doing home inspections per se, but we walk in, I know I have, I, I just did a job yesterday where I walked into this person's home and as I walked in, they had a deck out over their house. And as I walked in, the deck actually sagged. I mean, it, 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 it did more than sag. It moved like vertically up and down. And long story short, a tree had actually pulled the deck out off the house. And so we got in underneath the house and, and shored up the, the decking. We actually put a, a new beam in and did all that kind of thing. But it was the, the homeowner didn't even realize that it was a problem. And she just said, yeah, well, there's a little bounce in the deck. And I get up underneath it. And I mean, it's literally unattached from the house. And I'm like, this thing is a, it, it was two joists away from collapsing, literally, not even figuratively, literally. And it, that came about because I did an inspection because, and then I knew what I was looking at. It, this particular one was within my scope of, of work. You know, it, it was the kind of thing. I think um, that's a, a really interesting point. John, do you, do, John does this too, but John, when you go into ho homes, like you see other things, is that correct? Hey, no, ab absolutely. And I think that's, Ed, to your point, you know, I, you know, you're bringing value to the homeowner. And you go above and beyond what, you know, if you're just going in to, to fix a light switch or, you know, do, put in a new faucet or whatever it might be. You know, you take a look around and, and and add value. You know, you walk up to the house and you say, you know, hey, there's some, you know, you've got some wood rod over here. You know, it's not necessarily that I'm looking for the work, but there might be, you know, when we talked about, you know, partnering up with contractors and things like that, there might be. Uh, some some concrete that's sagging, uh, that's a trip hazard, or you know just just bring the you know just bring that kind of value and uh, let let them know things that they 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 really don't aren't aware of, like Larry's story just now. Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, um, I, I mean, like, like I mentioned before, if you teach them, teach your customer, um, they're gonna love you. They're 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 not gonna forget you. They're gonna call you next time and. Uh, you know, uh, be clean too. 
you know, as a handyman. <laughs> yeah. Not it, not just take a shower, but you know, be leave leave the place better than when you found it. You know, ab- absolutely. Someone's ab- someone's home. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's one of the things that Larry and I are both both big on, is that we want to clean up, and you know, because everybody's had the experience, right? That you might have had some contractors over, or somebody over, and there's like you know they they're working outside, and you know, there's water bottles that they've left, you know, around the place, and it's like you know what you know what's going on here, right? So. Or you're inside, we, uh, they cut drywall, yeah. they leave the dust on the floor, they don't vacuum, they don't, you know, they, they just exactly. leave them, they track mud in in their shoes, they, they you know, blah, blah, blah. Like we, there's, a, there's a million stories, and it seems so mm-hmm. common sense, and yet, at the other side, it's not. So, that, so that's, you, you as, as the ACHP has this kind of code of conduct and code of ethics, so that would be one of the benefits of using a handyman that's a member. Would you agree with that? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, ACHP stands for Association of Certified Handyman Professionals, and that's what we want. We want professionals. We want guys who are, um, are buyers, not renters, guys who uh, are doing this as a uh, not just – to, to make beer money for the weekend, um, and not definitely not uh, fly by nights. We don't want we don't want to attract those types of folks. We want uh, uh, that's why we organically grow ACHP. We want guys who are in it um, as a uh, you know as something they love they love to do, and people that love their jobs um, or love what they do, uh, you see it. You know, the outcome of what, uh, you know, uh, you know you, you'll get a quality job if you find someone who loves doing what they do. Um, and that's, those are the folks we want. We, we want the guys that have the passion uh, to do, um, to, uh, at the end of the day, walk away and say, you know what, I, I've accomplished something very good today and feel good about uh, what they've done. Um, not the guy that's... Um, uh, running from house to house, trying to make up make that uh, that quota for the week, um, which is fine and good, um, but uh, there's a little bit more to just um, you know um, making money. In in my opinion, agreed, agreed, well put. So, what kind of feedback and questions do you get from your members? Um, <laughs> it's. Very, I always get, um, what can I do or what can I do as a handyman? Mm-hmm. And I always tell folks it's a gray area. Do the things that, A, are safe, um, and B, that you're licensed to do. Well, I don't have a license to do roofing. Well, don't do roofing. Um, you know, those types of things. Can I do a drywall? You can, um, but check with your uh, local municipality type of uh, 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 areas. With you, call your building department. Most of the time, you're going to get negative feedback from your county because they're pushing for the uh, the contractor um, because that's where the money's at. Um, but uh, but do things that uh, that. You know, if you're in, if you're going to do the minor work, which I strongly recommend a handyman does, um, then you know, do that. Don't don't uh, don't advertise yourself as uh, you know as doing 
uh, plumbing when all you really are qualified to do is uh, put in a faucet, you know, mm -hmm. that type of thing. Um, so I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go no, no, go ahead, Ed. Uh, I, I was going to say, um, uh, you know, those two areas, uh, what can I do, what can I do? And another area is, is, uh, is uh, do I need a handyman license? A handyman license. Well, there, I mean, from my understanding, uh, I may have, uh, something new may have come out, but I don't know of any handyman license that's out there. I know there's contractor licenses, but um, I, may, I may be wrong, but uh, I've never come across a uh, handyman license per se. Um, you are allowed to do handyman type work, but always check with your, your local uh, places and uh, you know and again most of those places are going to say you can't turn a light bulb um, because they're pushing for uh, possibly for contractors but um, but I think I think handyman is going to uh, the term handyman is going to be around for a long time because folks don't want to pay um, $150 for a toilet seat when they could pay someone 25 bucks to put in a toilet seat yeah per se. yeah that that that's that's right, and there's so much you know. There's so much variety in 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 terms of what the laws are across all the states, as I've I've seen. Um, but the commonality of everything is that the handyman is kind of you know I kind of think of it, and I think Larry agree is that we kind of sit in between the the homeowner what what they can do in most cases, and things that the contractors don't want to do. The jobs are too small. Right. You know, they're they're like, well, I, you know, if you come in and say, I just want, you know, a backsplash in my kitchen or something, you know, a tile contractor might say, no, I, I got other, I got big work to do, you know, or something like that. Yeah, or yeah, a plumber, exactly. plumber doesn't want to change a, a single faucet. I mean, they'll do it, but they're just going to charge you a minimum trip charge and all that kind of thing. And and uh, I always laugh. I tell everybody my my biggest job, if I had to do it as one particular type, it's called the to do list. Can you to do this? And can you you know can you do this, that, and the next thing? And it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. sure. You know, I can. I can do. I can change a fan and change a faucet and and uh, you know I, I don't know any any number of different things. But I generally as I, as I tell them, I don't do any code work. You know, I don't, I don't, I do, I don't do electric uh, work per se. I'll change fixtures, but I don't run wire. Um, right. You know, things like things that would require a license, I don't do. But when it comes to you know base, but but you know, a fan and 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 a bunch of it always seems like whenever most of, literally most of my jobs are a series of things that people want done, and it, and it can be really comprehensive i mean it can be across the wall it can be can you do i've got a little drywall patch that i need done that my kid you know punched a hole through the wall or whatever and and then uh you know oh, well while you're here can you do this and can you you know it, it really it runs the gamut and and it is as john said it's it's all the things that I, that you if you had to hire individual contractors for you couldn't afford it i mean you just couldn't afford it but to hire one handyman to come in to do all of these different jobs that are relatively simple um it, it's it's a it's a fantastic opportunity you know for us as handyman that's that's kind of how i look at it so definitely definitely and um you know other questions that we get uh is um you know uh, how do i get insurance um, mm -hmm. oh you have an answer to that one. Oh yep. yeah yeah we offer <laughs> <laughs> we offer uh a group insurance uh over at achp um you know, just check out our website, uh, go to handymanassociation.org, 
and uh, just click on uh, handyman insurance it'll take you to the insurance page you get a free quote so forth and so on shameless plug um, <laughs> it's okay but, but um, you know a lot of handymen going back to the, the question um, a lot of handymen uh, they need reassurance they need to make sure because they, 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 a lot of them feel like they're walking on eggshells um, uh, they feel like uh, there's there's a watchdog group, and there is watchdog groups out there um, protecting their quote unquote own interests. Um, it's and it and unfortunately, it's almost become like a cult, you know. And and I mentioned uh, to our previous in our previous conversation about the soldiers surrounding their enemy. Well, you know, if you shoot your enemy, you're, you're going to shoot your your compadre, your your comrade, you know, um, on the other on the side other of side. the circle. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I see happening a lot. Um, and uh, I think uh, I think if we can bring in uh, more relationship building uh, and listen uh, to each other, I think um, I think you'll see that uh, we can we meaning the handyman can pass off the larger jobs, the jobs that do require a, mm -hmm. uh, a license and vice versa. Um, just to keep your, 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 your base, your network happy and satisfied with, with your work. That's how yeah. it should work. I mean, but yeah. absolutely. And, and that's kind of, yeah, when we were talking earlier is that, uh, Larry and I both, both uh, have have uh, have friends in the you know our association of, of plumbers and uh, master electricians and things like that that we call in and big jobs. I've been in places where people wanted, you know, ten pot lights put up in a in a new room. Um, you know, can I do that? Absolutely. Am I going to do it? No, <laughs> um, because that's not you know that that's that's going to take a, a a you know a licensed electrician to do to do that. And, and, and we, I just. Call up my my buddy and say here's a here's a job for you. Then he they will uh, reciprocate. Yeah, and we yeah. kind of laugh. We we like neither John and I do. We'll we'll call it excessive heights, you know. And so roof so roofing is kind of <laughs> yeah, right. You know, roofing <laughs> is roofing and tree work is off the table for. I mean, excessive <laughs> roofing if it's higher than a single story. I'm generally it depends on the pitch and stuff like that but i'm generally not your guy right you know I, my days of climbing on high roofs yeah. with steep pitches are long since gone when i was 25 maybe but i am no longer 25 so we actually have resources for both of those and my tree guy is outstanding you know and a tree guy for sure that's a whole separate thing but i get i get a lot of people asking me about tree business and i i, I i've done it in the in when I was again, when I was young, I did it, but I won't do it now. It's just too fraught with uh, uh, you know potential issues. Liabilities, but yeah. I have a great guy that does it. So I we we've built networks, and to your point, Ed, you have to have that network, and you have to have it you know to put together in a good way because we as handymen we bring we try to bring value where we can bring value and part of that value that we bring I know, I know that John and I bring is that it's like oh well we can't do that but call our man you know he can do this and he's going and we know the kind of work that he does and so basically if you've kind of if you if you look at it this way if you've if you're using us you know the quality is going to be similar um with the guy that we're recommending it's it's just kind of the way we work on it um so our goal is to help our listeners save time, money, and aggravation. Do you? We, we are doing a series on on hiring contractors. Um, do you have any tips for hiring a handyman or a contractor? Are there any red flags to look for and things like that? What sort of tips do you have for hiring contractors? 
Well, when you say hiring contract, you're talking about a customer who's looking to uh, to have uh, handy. Oh, excuse me, contractor work at their home, correct? Oh, contractor or a handyman. I mean, do you have any or tips handyman. for hiring a handyman? As far as like like, yeah. they obviously they need to be a member of the ACHP. We understand that. Um, of course, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, and and wait, don't you have a list of uh, potent of your members that are on your website? Just as a thought. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> We have a directory listing um, that folks can find uh, a good professional handyman at. Uh, but as far as hiring a contractor or a handyman, uh, as a customer, um, I think you need to prepare to be vetted as well as, you know, while you're vetting this person. Um, most good contractors and good handymen, um, they're going to measure you. Uh, as a customer, they're going to see if, if you're just a, a price shopper um, or you're scamming. There are a lot out there. There are a lot of customers who have nothing better to do uh, for whatever reason. And usually it's it's a, um, okay, well, thanks for doing the job. See you. You're not getting paid. You know, that type of thing. Then you have to go through a mechanical lien. When it's all said and done, you spend more to recoup it, it, the, the list the stories go on and on. Um, but, uh, you know, be safe. Be safe. I have, personally, I have turned down more jobs than, than, uh, than I, maybe I, I've, I've taken on. Um, just because, you know, you get that spidey sense. You get that tingle that says uh, something ain't right here. Um, also, you know, customers don't, uh, they don't, they won't, they won't secure a pet. Um, you know, it works both ways, I guess, uh, as a, uh, a hiring customer, you know, looking for a handyman versus, you know, um, someone who's who you're asking into their home. So it works both ways. Be ready to get vetted uh, while you're vetting. Ask for insurance. Ask for insurance. If you're hiring a handyman, someone to enter into your home, you live there, you sleep there, um, you, you know, your family's there. Ask for insurance. Um, also ask for referrals, uh, go to the, uh, you know, uh, chatty Kathy over at the church and ask her, she'll know, you know, someone, uh, probably that's a good handyman, um, or, you know, whatever, ask, ask a, uh, relative, um, don't raise, or I should say, raise your own flag when you hear someone say, uh, and this is more for handymen. Um, uh, this is a free estimate, right? If they keep repeating that, walk away. They're price shoppers. I call them price shopper Nazis. They, they're just gonna. They're, they're probably gonna scam you, or they're just looking for the very cheapest person mm -hmm. that they can find. They, they're gonna find what they're looking for, and you'll probably get called back to fix what, uh, what. Uh, uh, you know what they paid for uh, possibly. Uh, possibly just be careful yeah just be careful with uh, with those uh, but uh, as far as a, a hiring customer um, ask for affiliations um, ask for certifications memberships what they're you know if they have any community involvement chamber of commerce um, I mentioned church uh, or you know whatever 
bingo club or whatever. Is that such a thing, a bingo club? I, anyway. Sounds good. If not, let's start <laughs> no, one, no. right? <laughs> yeah, not, not. But of I haven't course, been there lately. <laughs> but of course, um, ask them, and they don't have to be ACHP members, but uh, but that's what ACHP does. We What we're doing is we're regulating ourselves. We're a bunch of handymen who uh, are pros. They're, they're, I mentioned before, they're, they're buyers, not renters. They're in it um, as a profession. They're professionals. Um, if they're, you know, if, 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 you, if you don't call someone who's affiliated and has something to lose if they don't uh, stay within a code of ethics, which we, every, every one of our members has to follow our code of ethics, and they even get tested on that. Um, you know, if 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 you're hiring someone that's that doesn't have any code of ethics, you're just asking for trouble, in my opinion. Are they guys? Are there guys out there that uh, that you know don't have any any affiliation or certifications that are good? Yeah, I would say so. There's some out there, but um, but be careful, be careful, and. Some folks might not like this, um, what I'm about to say about background checks, but do your own background checks. Uh, I know there are handymen out there who get, you know, they have their own background checks and they've got something, a badge or whatever, which is fine and good. But the question, and I think customers are, are, are getting smart and, and they're smart enough to say, wait, wait a second, why is this guy doing his own background checks shouldn't i be doing my uh, my own background checks on this guy um yeah he hired a third party to do a background check for him he paid that third party so what am i getting you know what i mean um things like that i know that's uh you know hairy uh in some areas for for some folks mm. but um but it it does become a comp conflict of interest uh in my opinion now i know there's good in background checks so forth and so on but uh as a customer um that's your home you know your family's there do your own background checks um start off with a google search um start off with uh you know is this has this guy or gal have they been incarcerated you know and and not all people who are incarcerated who were incarcerated are bad people you know, they must, they may have just been at the wrong place at the wrong time, so forth and so on, or done something stupid when they were younger. Um, but, you know, at least you want to know. Yeah. You want to know. And you don't want anyone else doing a, a, a background check for you. Do your own background checks. Yeah. It, it's yeah. amazing what people put out on social media just alone. We So, as I, you know, everybody in our audience knows I do rental properties. And we actually do a little bit of crawling on our potential tenants. You know, somebody says, just, this is just kind of a similar example, right? But somebody says, uh, oh, you know, I don't have a pet. You go on their Facebook page, and there they are sitting there with, you know, a picture posted two days ago and they got a puppy in their arms right you know yeah. and you're sitting there going well whose dog is that and then they sit there and they go and, and they write on under the caption you know just got my new dog you know kind of thing and it's like yeah okay so somebody's not telling the truth and and even in this kind of thing if you go out and you go out to search so to social media and you and you search around and or, or, or as you say do a google search it is amazing the information that's just basically public knowledge that you can find out just an awful lot about the people that 
that you're, as you say, bringing into your house. We Now, I, I do have that background check myself. I do it because some of my um, search uh, places require it, but it gets into the depths of you know doing the credit checks and all that stuff so people can <clears> see that I'm not averse to giving that kind of information out. But to your point, I fully expect people to go take a look at me. You know, I just hope they. Well, in John's case, I hope they don't check the sexual pre. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, but yeah. To your point, I think that's I think that's a great bit of advice for our listeners. You know, just just do a rough background check. You don't. I mean, you don't have to get super in depth, but you know, you go crawl Facebook and and uh, you know, just for example, like I smokes, and you say, you know, it is a no, it is no smoking in my house. You know, because you have to ask those things, right? So, yeah. you know, those kinds of things. Well, I think the other thing that that's really helped out speed the process. You know, you laid out a lot of steps there, but there's there's these uh, you know these applications like Nextdoor, things like that that every all these communities are on, and when they get hand out referrals, you know, you can go and talk to those people. You know, hey, you you're recommending so and so, and then. Let me give you a call and talk to uh, talk to you about his work, who he is, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah, you know, I mean, Larry and I were talking the other day. You know, we both have our picture on our cards, so we always try to send a picture along before we even go out to the uh, the client. And also, I always tell them, you know, what kind of car I drive too, so that they know who's pulling up on their driveway. So, yeah, yeah that's that's excellent. That's good. Um, you want to build that relationship and, and yep. you know, they, uh, and be straight up with folks. But, um, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with back, doing background checks for yourself. It's, it's a seal of approval that you can put on your website and put on your badge. But, uh, for a, um, you know, someone hiring a handyman, do your diligence, do, do what you need to do to keep yourself safe. Um, mm -hmm. in today's climate. You just don't know, uh, but uh, yeah. yeah. You know, and I got a uh, question for you. It's, so you've been in, you've been doing this for a long time now. Um, any crazy or unique jobs that you've uh, that you've done over over all these years that you'd like to share with us? <laughs> Anything funny? I, I mean, we've got a, we've got a few, but I'd like to hear from you. Oh wow, um, there are a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I tell you, I, I touched on, um, I may have touched on, uh, turning, uh, down jobs. Um, uh, I'll just tell you it's neither funny nor, you know, it's more of a, more of a, you know, Hey, you know, be careful for certain things. Um, I had a, I had a long time customer, um, who in Florida, I mean, it gets really hot. Um, I'm sure, you know, in the summers mm -hmm. it gets hot in, in, uh, in Atlanta as well. But, uh, in, in Florida, if you don't turn your AC on, it's going to be, it's going to, not only is it going to be hot, but it's going to, it's not going to smell very well when you have an aging dog living in your oh. home. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I, you know, the first time, you know, I got in there, I did some drywall work and, you know, I had to open up the, all the windows. But I, you know, when I got back into my truck, I was like, man, I can't get rid of this smell. It was just, it just, it seeped into my pores. <laughs> and so the next time I got called and I says, well, you know, and I had mentioned to him, look, um, 
yeah, you might want to do this, that, and the other, you know, air the place out or whatever. I didn't tell the person it stunk or anything like that. But, um, and, and this is another, not a funny joke or anything like that uh, story, but, um, you know, the next time I I got in there and I, I literally, I was tearing up and I had to step back and shut the door behind me because I just took two steps in and I, I had to, I had to give him the talk. Hey, look, dude. Um, yeah, it don't it don't smell good, bro. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and you know, and, and he he actually thanked me because he was oblivious to the to the smell mm. and, and whatnot. The next time I got there, man, it was it was rosy. You know, it was a uh, potpourri here and there, and uh, yeah, you, you probably know, c- didn't understand why he couldn't get a date. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but uh, but Show no, it's the air conditioner. <laughs> as far as uh, funny stuff goes, I, mean, I it is what it is. There's a lot that, I've had, especially as a home inspector. Oh, I bet. Um, I couldn't tell. You know, I would look under sinks. This happened on on many occasions. I would look under a, a bathroom sink just to check the uh, the p traps and make sure everything is not. Is up to code and up to snuff, and I couldn't tell whether this was electrical work or plumbing work because a lot of these <laughs> folks were taking, um, they were taking electrical tape, and using electrical tape to I don't know seal up a leak, and whatnot. It, I, I can. I can tell you. People get real creative. They get creative, don't they? Yeah. John and I, we've seen, yeah. Yeah, we've been, we, we feel yeah. your pain, man. We've been there. We've seen, we've seen all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just sometimes you just scratch your head and, and today, and you know this today because of YouTube, it's like, all you have to do is YouTube this and you can pretty much figure it out, especially something simple, yeah. you know? Yeah. Have you, have you ever smelled a wall, a Colgate wall, um, Colgate, the toothpaste, um, what folks would do uh, when I when I would go in to uh, inspect oh. the house, they they would fill the holes with col- with, with toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a wildest trick. thing. An old college was, trick. Yep. I'm like, whoa. Because <laughs> because spackle is so much more expensive than toothpaste. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. Well, and also uh, masking tape. And you paint over the masking tape when there's yeah. a hole in the wall. Yeah, really. that, yeah, that's a nice touch. That's it's I, it's a it's high quality work. <laughs> well, awesome. I, <laughs> well, Ed, we've enjoyed this interview. Um, where we we'd love to get you. We'll get you, we're going to get you back on the show sometime in the future because this has just been it's been very very interesting. But how can yeah. people get a hold of you now? Well, um, our website is handymanassociation.org. That's handymanassociation.org or achp.com. Um, like I said, we're a 501c6 not-for-profit uh, association. Um, we've uh, we've been around since uh, 2009, and we're looking for good handymen, handymen who want to be set apart and uh, and and regulate themselves. And because uh, let me tell you, if we don't regulate ourselves, someone will eventually and, and we're trying to avoid that um, we're trying to build a voice and uh, we're trying to do the right thing in uh, in the industry if you want to call it an industry awesome well we appreciate your time john do you have anything else i i don't and thank you so much for for joining us here today yeah thank thank you for having me guys i appreciate it thank you very much
I want to thank Ed for being on the show. John, what are some of the key takeaways? Yeah, it was a that was a very interesting interview and, and enjoyable. Very nice fellow. Um, you know, some of the some of the takeaways that I that I um, I have, Larry, was I think the the first one was why he started this whole organization. Um, you know, it's been contractor versus handyman and all those kind of things. And I think he, he, you know, when he was talking about it, bringing the credibility to, to, uh, to handyman, the discipline and the credibility that goes along with, with this whole, this whole process that he has and the code of ethics. Cause what he was saying was that, you know, his, that this, uh, organization that he has created really, he wants he wants handyman type professionals, no fly by nights, as he put it in it. You know the the professionals that are that are really in that job uh, to do that job, and um, you know to love it. So I think that was I think that was one of the one of the takeaways that I had here. Wait, John, aren't these people listening to the handyman pros radio show? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it, and that's and that we can we we. You and I think of ourselves as as professionals and and all the things that that we adhere to all the all the uh, the the points that he was bringing out, but I think in the in the past that he was saying that you know when he first started out, how he was kind of getting what he termed as the hairy eyeball, yeah, uh, you know, kind of like so that I, you know when that, that when when he said that you know and he started this thing to 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 uh, you know help help all the handymen get together and and uh, create a professional. Yeah, that that was the first one. What's the second one? So the next one that I took away was really adding value to the customer. Um, he he kind of said, you know, uh, be a quote unquote home inspector uh, yourself, and and you and I both do that. So that yeah. we you know we both like teaching the customer about other things that we we see and helping out the customer. We might be you know replacing an outdoor fixture, but you know what? There's a lot of other things that we might come across that we would we can bring to light for the customer that probably wouldn't wouldn't know what was going on so as you know it's easier to 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 fix something before it really gets bad yeah, you know yeah, we've discussed uh, before that. it's yeah. totally totally ruined so right. um it's those kind of things about caring for yeah, we, for people as as we like to th- i mean at least i like to think we look at things with a different lens right so we see things yeah. differently than than somebody that lives there might see them it's kind of one of those situations where you know we we see you i know you and we've been on jobs we're like oh do you see that and you were like you know you tell the customer they're like oh i didn't even know that so yeah right. i thought that was a great point i i i was very uh, one of my big takeaways was that the, the handyman while a handyman requires vetting that handyman is also vetting you as a customer right so so remember folks that this is a two-way street right we're trying to work we i, I know john and i we both we both do this pretty extensively we're trying to work with our customers and be their partner not necessarily they're just their employee or slave or whatever you want to call it but we want to have a working relationship with our customers and i thought ed ed made a really good point to to bring that out that don't you know be be aware that the handyman is vetting you as well he's looking at you and he's he's uh you know he's got a, a set of concerns out there that that might not necessarily agree with what you're particular values are so i thought that was that was a really good takeaway for me yeah and i and i think that was a great takeaway i'll just add that you know it goes it goes along it goes along uh, for contractors as well they're going to be vetting you as well um so you know i think it's uh you know it's that relationship that you build with the with those type of people yeah absolutely 
<clears throat> the any, last – go ahead. Go well, ahead, any Brian. other ones? I was just going to say I, I was just – okay, yeah. I had one last one that I, that I pulled from, from this conversation and one that you and I both uh, kind of abide by is that reciprocal relationships with contractors. So you and I both have relationships with uh, professional licensed plumbers as well as professional licensed electricians and some others so that when we do get asked about some big comprehensive um, or complex uh, in installations or things like that, for instance, uh, you know, 10 or 15 uh, uh, pot lights in the ceiling, things like that, you know, we're going to say, well, I've got a, I've got a, a professional I got a uh, guy. Master elect- I got a guy, I master got a guy. You know, electrician that, yep. that'll be happy to happy to work with you on that. And and I think that's just knowing our limitations. It's not that we can't do it, it's not but it's not we're not licensed to do those kind of things, but we know people that will. Right. And we become now a valuable resource for the homeowner because we have this network and we've actually speaking of vetting, we would vet these people out in our network. You know, we've seen their work, we know how they work. Um you know, we kind of go through the interview process ourselves. So. Yeah, one of my favorites is painters, and we talked a little bit about this after the show. But I know I've been on many, many a job site, and I, I vet a painter by watching how well he prepares. And um, mm-hmm. that's something that I won't recommend a painter unless I know he covers everything in the house and tapes stuff off that needs to be taped off. You know, I too many of these guys come in and they just, you know, they wing it and they yeah. split paint. Anyway, yeah, it's it's but, absolutely that reciprocal reciprocal relationship. You know, yeah, uh, so. I, I think I think from you know my 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 final wrap on that is is that you become a valuable resource for the homeowner because you have this network. So when you do get asked, you know, it's honestly I don't do that, but I I've got a guy. I got, I got guy. somebody that I got somebody to do that. So um, those are those are some things. I love the interview with Ed, and I uh, look forward to having him back on. Oh, super, super good guy. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Handyman Pros Radio Show. As always, we'd like uh, your feedback. Join us on our Facebook page at Handyman Pros or sign up for our newsletter on our website, handymanprosradioshow.com, or send us an email, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. And, John, you know, John? It was a dark yes. night. It was a dark night last night, and I was outside, and I saw this this thing flying it came down it started to land it was a spaceship john the spaceship the spaceship baby did it land and and did you you were over here this morning didn't we what parts (laughs) did we get off we took that baby apart didn't we (laughs) got the whole box of snap-on tools ladies and gentlemen if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it here's four things you can do one tell your friends about this podcast Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.